Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What's the Wi-Fi Password. My name is Tate Dozler. I'm your host today. It is Monday, March 30th, the month that has seemingly lasted forever, even longer than January. But uh, I have with me um, Andy from Salinas. Andy, how are you doing today? Hey, Tate. I'm doing really good. How are you? Great. And then we got Joshua Shively, pastor, our pastor of the podcast, and of our youth group. Pastor Joshua, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad it's Friday. I am looking forward to my weekend. No, it's not Friday. It's Monday. You crazy? Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I had a great weekend. You had a great weekend. Had a great weekend. Oh my gosh, I'm so mixed up here. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We got to record. I mean, we've already, we've already said before the weekends are no different than the weekdays now because it's all just it, together. It is so true. Like days are all one like we we joked around like a month ago being like man i feel like the year started on march 1st and the reason why we're not learning is because march is 93 days long <laughs> it just doubles it just doubles with that shelter in place i don't know it's crazy it's crazy but hey i'm good i'm good that's good well uh andy has an encouraging word for us today so i'm excited to hear what he has to say um, but it's Monday, so we're going to have a great week. This is our last, hopefully our last full week of shelter in place. Hopefully we can have high hopes. <laughs> we can pray, <laughs> but the, at, at least we've done a full week, so we can do another full week, but we're going to take it day by day, starting on Monday. So Andy, what do you have to encourage us to kick off the week? Yeah, I'd love to share, uh, just something I was reading in my devotions a couple of days ago. Uh, in Psalm 145. For one, the, the opening of the psalm, I'll read the first couple of verses really quick. It's all about worship. David, he writes saying, I will exalt you, my God and King, and praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Verse 4, let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. And so I love that call in 145 to remember to worship our God. I know worship for me is often one of the more challenging 
disciplines for me to dive into. Uh, I can't sing to save my life. Um, I can't play an instrument. And I don't know. I feel like my mind is always buzzing with other things, especially like during youth ministry worship time. It's like, I love it. Our worship leaders are fantastic. But I feel like I'll sing one line and then I'll have two lines of being like, hey, what's that kid doing over there? Like, or thinking about, all right, what am I going to say during my teaching? Kind of just like playing through it. So worship's usually something a bit more challenging for me. And in a season like this, I think worship becomes a lot harder to do um, because it feels like things are not going well. And so we don't have like the joy and the elation of good news to respond to. But what this psalm can remind us of is that no matter what the season is, no matter what the time is, our God is worthy of worship, that he deserves our praise. He deserves our singing out to him. And so I want to encourage you all, even in this time when we're not going to church, when we're not all gathered in the same building with someone leading worship right in front of us, continue to find ways to worship your king, whether that is through singing or through drawing or writing, journaling, or through just walking through nature and enjoying what God has made through doing good things for your family. Like there's so many ways to worship and I would encourage you not to lose sight of worship during this season. Mm. That's really good, Andy. Really appreciate that, man. Um, it's all about our perspective. You know, it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter what our season is like God is still worthy of that praise. And so thanks for sharing that, but I, I think that's really timely. Just as we come into this hoping this is our last week of shelter in place, but, really the uncertainty of not knowing that should not deter us from worshiping God for who he is. So that's good, Andy. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. One of my favorite things to do um, is to put on the worship album from Will Regan, tell all my friends and just play it all the way through. Every song on there is really, really good. But mm-hmm. I think even if you're not singing along to that, it, it really does change your mind I know we've talked about a few times maybe not on the podcast but just in our conversations like there are seasons in life where we need to just listen to worship music so that we can set our minds on the Lord because other music can you know focus shift our focus music is a really powerful tool um and so worshiping through music at least you can worship the Lord in many ways like Andy was saying but in through work through music I think this might be a week where maybe you just play worship music and see how that changes your day and your mood. And you'd be really surprised, um, I think, if you if you took on that challenge to only listen to worship music. It's not one of our challenges, but um, going along with what Andy was saying to try to have worship be the theme throughout our week. Um, so thanks for sharing, Andy. That was a good song. All right, well, our question of the day is, uh, what is the most beautiful place you've ever been or where's the most beautiful place you've ever been? Um, I'll go first. Mine, hands down, even though I have been to other countries now, I've done a little bit of traveling, dipped my toe in the water. I Nothing gets over the beauty of Lake Tahoe for me. It might just be mm. because I grew up going there, or I didn't really grow up, but in high school we went almost every weekend. Um, but that place, it takes my breath away every time. 
no matter what season it is, if it's in the summer, winter, fall, or spring, I just love it over there. And the water is the best. It's like, I'm just convinced it's the best lake ever. It's cold, but I don't even care. I get in there no matter what. So I love Lake Tahoe, hands down, the most beautiful place I've ever seen. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of taking mine. Uh, Tahoe is definitely <laughs> it's spent a lot of years up there plowing snow for a job. I did like 10 years up there, 10 winters. Uh, and uh, yeah, summer and winter, it is gorgeous. It really is. But since you said Lake Tahoe, uh, I'm going to say the backside of Yosemite. So if you go up through Wawona, uh-oh, I think we froze. No, you're still there. Uh-oh. Josh, we can still hear you. Okay, yeah. cool. We're Skyping, so yeah. So <laughs> the backside of Yosemite, if you come in Wawona and then head up towards Glacier Point, there's a trailhead called Mono Meadows. And you hike into that and you come in the backside, um, like behind Vernal Falls and Nevada Falls. You're on the east side of the valley. And it's it's absolutely gorgeous. There's nobody out there. The bears don't care about you. Like they're just, you know, they're out there doing their thing. Um, all the critters, it's just really gorgeous. So I'm going to say that one. That's cool. I've not been to Yosemite yet, but I've oh, heard yeah. it's really pretty. I know Andy's looking at me. We can see each other through the video and he's like, that's insane. You haven't been there. Go for it, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Yosemite's great. I knew that Yosemite, Tahoe, like that whole area was going to be picked pretty easily. And I think a lot of people in our church have probably been there. So I think, I don't know if this is more beautiful than those places. I'm not going to make that argument, but it's definitely different from them. Is I really love Portland. And I really love the drive from Bend to Eugene, Oregon. Like if you take a longer way to Portland and go past Crater Lake, it takes you like, through these mountain roads right around Mount Hood where you're driving through just all sorts of uh, pine trees. You come to these sections that like the loggers have deforested and there's just like these open like uh, fields in the uh, forest where it just stumps there. And it's like right by the river and it's really aesthetically beautiful. So that drive was a ton of fun. It was really gorgeous to show like he humanity what humanity is there was a starbucks out there like literally i was driving and i was like 11 o'clock i was like i need some coffee i looked up where's the closest starbucks and it was like well there's one in 95 miles when i get to bend then there's one in 40 miles and i was like well what's near it and it's literally nothing it's just like this small like resort community in the middle of the woods and there's a starbucks there and so it was like well hey that's cool but it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. <laughs> Portland in fall is the most beautiful city I've ever seen. I hate cities because I've like only spent time in San Fran and LA, but Portland changed my opinion of cities completely. That's cool. Yeah, I also love Oregon. I've gotten to the, go there a couple times. The um, England, I went to England in the fall and that was really cool. That was the first time I really felt like I experienced fall. But, um, I know we don't really get that over here in California, but it is really pretty. All right. Yeah, well, Central California, we don't get it much, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have, it's Monday. We need some fresh challenges. 
Um, so we need a strength challenge. So what do you got first, Joshua? Yeah, so for today, Monday, um, I'm not going to do another physical one right now. Uh, I did the nature one over the weekend. I'm just kind of getting out, go for a hike, get outside. Uh, but so Friday morning, we got our kids out of bed around six o'clock and we went and drove down one of the fields there in Spreckles, um, in Salinas Valley. And we watched the sunrise together, <coughs> me my wife and my kids. And so, you know, it just reminded me like the intentionality we need to have in things in life. Cause you're never going to watch a sunrise, just watch it rise. You're never going to watch a sunset or a hummingbird. You know, whatever it is, I don't know why I just said hummingbird, but you're never gonna like, you know, you're never gonna like. I mean, they're cool animals, and you can watch them. But anyway, so like, the thing is, you know, you're you're never gonna do those things unless you intentionally make the choice to do it. So it being Monday, I I challenge you to be intentional to get outside and watch the sun set, and then be intentional Tuesday morning. Uh, you know, we have we're gonna be dropping our sermons Tuesday. Um, we'll have the podcast. There'll be small groups Tuesday night. So I challenge you to be intentional Tuesday morning and wake up and watch the sunrise. It's rising at seven o'clock, six fifty-eight. It's that's not too early. You can crawl out of bed at seven or I mean six forty-five and watch the sunrise. So like seriously, I just challenge you to do that. Be intentional with that and just glorify God with like this amazing creation that He has. Yeah, I think that's a great challenge. And then Andy is going to do our spiritual challenge today. So Andy, what do you got for us? Yeah. So going off of what we were talking about earlier in the episode, I actually do want to challenge you guys to worship and, you know, singing worship is not the only way to do it, but I think it's the way that we're most familiar with, uh, through our Sunday church services and Tuesday nights. And so I want to encourage you guys to, uh, find a worship album or two and listen to them. You know, if you listen to music during the day when you do schoolwork or ride your bike or play video games or do chores or whatever it is, I want to encourage you just to replace one of those times that you would be listening to whatever music you normally listen to and replace it with worship music. And if you need some suggestions on great worship music, you can go to my Instagram account. That's right. I have one. Never thought I would say that in my life. Um, I will post it and it will be joined to our calvary monterey youth ministries story but i'll give you guys a couple worship album suggestions if you're like oh worship that's just like old people with like an organ sing like chanting like 10 minute songs like i've got fun worship music that you can listen to and if you don't have instagram you can email andy andy a-n-d-y at calvary.com Okay, the last challenge is to, I'm going to challenge everybody to a puzzle off. So um, whatever puzzle you have in your house, I have a puzzle that I haven't done. I think it's around 500 pieces. Um, I want to see your puzzle. So I want you to do a puzzle, take a picture of it, send it to me. If you don't have a puzzle, let me know. I'll arrange something to drop one off in the six feet distance. I don't know. But I think it'd be really fun if we all worked on a puzzle. I'm going to say from Monday night until Tuesday night. So, or from Monday morning, this is Monday morning, till Tuesday night. So the end of youth group night. So you'll have two full days to complete a puzzle. Um, and we can take pictures and share them. So I think that'd be fun. All right. Well, 
that's all we have for you today. We're going to keep it short to start off your week. We love you guys. You can connect with us on Instagram at YMYouth. Um, you can view uh, our teachings on YouTube at Calvary Monterey Youth Ministry. And then you can always connect with us, like we've been saying, via email if you don't have that. And then our Marco Polo app um, is the way we're connecting with our small group leaders and our other leaders. And we have some leaders that are going to come on later this week, too, um, that we're going to get to talk to. So we're looking forward to that. Anything else you guys want to say? No, I just love you guys. Miss you so much. And next time we see you, it'll be amazing. Yes, I agree. Just love you all so much. Looking forward to the next time we gather together. So in the meantime, just continue to take this all in, continue to enjoy these podcasts. We hope that you're being encouraged each day. We love you guys. Wash your hands. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here, and I promise we don't bite.